Hey, before we get started with the show today, just want to let you know, this was recorded via a Google Hangout. And the reason we use Google Hangout is because it doesn't do that weird cut in and cut out thing like Skype does until today. So you'll hear uh, a couple of times during the interview while we're helping Kathy with The Real Wealth Show that uh, Kathy cuts in and out. It's not your equipment, so don't start beating your dashboard or things like that. And um, it's technology. It's live. What are you going to do? Here's the show. Today on the podcast review show, we're looking at The Real Wealth Show. Thicken up your skin and get ready for a supersized serving of opinion. Delivering constructive criticism and powerful praise, it's the podcast review show. This is the podcast that takes the guesswork out of first-time impressions. You'll discover new podcasts while learning podcasting tips. Join in on the conversation via voicemail, email, comments, and polls. It's all at our website, podcastreviewshow.com. All right, welcome to the Podcast Review Show. I'm your host, Dave Jackson. Thanking you so much for tuning in. If you're new to the show, this is where I always like to start off and saying this is an opinion. It's an opinion that's been asked for, and it's only an opinion. So uh, don't don't go too crazy on it. Uh, you can find us at podcastreviewshow.com. And uh, joining me as always, the lovely, the talented Eric K. Johnson, better known as the podcasttalentcoach.com. Eric, why don't you let the fun-filled people know what we do here? Right here, we uh, we invite a podcaster on our show. We uh, in order to help them improve what they do, find the great things that they do, so they can do more of that, and then maybe give them a few tips where they can brush up on it. We bring them on the show so they can promote their podcast to uh, our audience, and then uh, we talk about it right in front of them. and And uh, we haven't made anybody cry yet, but uh, this week should be no different. This week was a pretty pretty <laughs> solid episode, and we're happy to have uh, Kathy. Fetke on from the Real Wealth Network. Kathy, thanks for joining us today. Hey, thank you guys. So we we always like to find out like what got you into podcasting and what's kind of your goal. I think one of the things I really like about this, and I'm going to let you answer the question, is um, well, you know, I'll just let you answer the question. What you got? What got you into podcasting? Um, that guy right there behind me. Say hi. <laughs> <laughs> He's an early adapter, so um, he. I was a, actually had a live radio show in Sacramento and we had all these great shows and he thought it was a waste to not uh, repurpose them. So he put together a podcast and that was way back when nobody knew what that word really meant. And so we would just use the radio shows I was already doing. And then when I ended up um, not being on live broadcast anymore, we, it, the podcast just grew so quickly, even though I had no idea what I was doing. I just talked about my passion really. And, uh, that's what I do. <laughs> and without getting into your pocketbook, was that something where you paid radio stations to be on or were you asked to come on? Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, like a yeah paid sponsorship. Yeah. Cause I, I'm finding more and more people going, Hey, you know what? I can reach a bigger audience for a lot less money. Cause mm -hmm. sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't very expensive actually to be on the live radio, but uh, I, I, I didn't like the fact that I had less Control. I had to fit into their schedule. I just really much preferred once we had done more podcasting that we could do it as long as we want or as short as we want, as often as we want and have the ads that we wanted on there not be beholden to the radio station. Oftentimes they would be advertising things I didn't actually believe in. So that bothered me too. Ooh, yeah, that would be a problem. You don't even think about that. <laughs> All of a sudden, yeah. Wow. Awesome. Eric, any questions for Kathy before we start playing some clips? 
No, uh, I'd want to jump right into this show. Let's get it on. All right. So what you have here about the, the first minute and a half or so of uh, the intro over show. And again, you can find her over at realwealthnetwork.com. And uh, we listened to the episode about how you can have multiple loans. And it was uh, the thing I loved about this show was about halfway through, we got into that area where I was like, I have no idea what they're talking about, which is always a good thing because I'm like, they're, they're, they're knee deep into the niche. And I'm like, all right, they're talking jargon and all sorts of stuff. And I was like, that means this is awesome because I'm not much of a real estate person. And, uh, but on the other hand, we'll, we'll talk about that, that you did take me into effect. But in the meantime, here is the intro. You're listening to the real well show with Kathy Fetke, the real estate investors resource. What's going on in the world of mortgages? And did you know you could get up to 10 loans to buy investment property and possibly more? Find out all about that here on The Real Wealth Show. I'm Kathy Fetke, and I'm going to be interviewing Chaley Ridge from Ridge Lending Group. She's going to tell us all about what's going on in the financing world. And um, of course, that's one of the ways that you can really radically accelerate the growth of your portfolio through leverage, which we'll talk about in a bit too. So Jaylee, welcome to The Real Wealth Show. Thank you, Kathy. Hello, investors. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> Great to have you here. And we're excited too, because uh, you know, to, to grow a portfolio, to grow a million dollar portfolio, you've it really helps to have leverage to do that. And in, uh, in real estate, you can have $200,000, $250,000 to grow a million-dollar portfolio. And that's exciting. Absolutely. This country offers the best leverage at the lowest, longest-term mortgages on the planet. So we have a very unique opportunity here to, to really utilize those tools to grow the portfolio at the highest returns anywhere in the world. It's very cool. And there you go. Just a quick intro of uh, the show. And Eric, I will let you uh, go first. I love the uh, the intro of the show. It tells uh, the, the introduction of the show, not necessarily the intro of the uh, episode, but the introduction of the show is clear and concise. You know exactly who your audience is, and it tells me exactly what I'm going to get out of the show and uh, and who the show was developed for. I love that about the show. It was it was great. It was focused, and it and it got us right into where we're headed. Yeah, I'm with you. It was like boom, right into it, and and it took her all of well, that was like a minute and forty seconds, and we're already into the interview. And so, and I love the fact that you started off. You said, "What's going on?" I'm like, "All right, cool. Here's a person. We're just gonna have a chat." It wasn't like super stodgy or somebody trying to be like the radio. It was just Kathy kicking back to uh, to chat with uh, some folks about real estate. So to me, it, the intro music just kind of had a cool kind of, are you in California or something? Just kind of a cool laid back kind of thing going. And uh, So many people want to put uh, a lot of fluff at the beginning. Oh, here are just a couple housekeeping notes. Don't forget about this. And last week we did that. And here's where you can find this. And it, it takes so long. What you did here is... Uh, here's why you're here. Here's who we're talking to today. And we jumped right into it. And I thought it was, it was a strong, very strong introduction. Yay. <laughs> there you go. That's, that's probably, that's probably his rich. Say hi again. Say hi. You got to turn around. <laughs> he's, he's the reason he's like, man, you just talk too much. You need to stop talking. <laughs> Let the guests talk. <laughs> well, it's a skill. That's for sure. Interviewing is definitely yeah. a skill. 
And uh, <laughs> one of the things that I really like. Well, a lot of new, new people usually just like to hear themselves talk. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. One of the things I really liked uh, early on in the interview is I said, you know, about halfway through, I was like, okay, wow, what, you know, they're, they're talking all this different loans and this and that. But the one thing I loved is there was a time when your guest started kind of going off into the deep end and you interrupted your guest. And I'm like, that, it sounds weird, but that was really cool to go, hold on a second. I got to remember that I'm doing this for an audience, not just a, an interview. So let me play that clip here real quick. To do an additional eight portfolio type loans. So well, let me, stop you. Have, let me stop yeah. you right there because we have a lot of new investors in our network and I just mm-hmm. want to kind of explain what you're talking about. Yeah. When you say you have Fannie and Freddie loans versus portfolio, what do you mean by that? So to me, I just heard that and I was like, wow, that was awesome because you always have to kind of listen. And that's why interviewing is tough. You're, you're thinking about what's the next question. Should I ask a follow-up or maybe I should use a, a question I have here in front of me. And then at the same time, you have to be thinking is is my audience understanding what this person is saying? So this interviewing is not an easy skill. And uh, when you did that, I was like, oh, that was very, very cool. That Because uh, some people also like, well, I don't want to interrupt. I don't want to be rude. And it's like, well, no, you weren't being rude. You explained why you uh, wanted them to uh, go deeper into it. And uh, that was uh, something that jumped out to me that I was like, oh, wow, that's, that's really, really cool. It was pretty cool because Dave and I both pulled this clip out to uh, to comment on a lot of um, podcasters when they're doing interviews, their guest will all of a sudden get to running down a rabbit hole and just talk and talk and talk. And they don't really know how to stop them, how to interrupt them. And and the guest will take over the show, especially a new guest or a guest mm-hmm. who has a lot more experience than the interviewer does. And mm-hmm. I thought you did a great job jumping in and uh, interrupting in a polite way to ask for further clarification. So it stopped your guest from going down uh, a rabbit hole or continuing on with an answer that was getting away from you. Uh, so you, you did it politely, but you also helped the audience by, by clarifying what your guest was talking about. And a, as I listen to your show, I wonder, okay, we're, we're, we're creating a podcast here for the serious investor. These are people who are, I mean, somebody who's going out to get 10 investment property loans at one point in time, they're a serious investor. They're doing this real. This isn't some guy who's got, uh, you know, a couple rental houses on the side. This is somebody who's, who's diving into it. So we're talking to serious investors. How do we get more people into that tribe? How do we get the casual real estate investor um, included into our group and into our conversation and get them to be a serious investor? And by interrupting your guest and asking questions like this, it helps them it helps those newbies grow and develop and become serious investors. So I thought I, I thought that one example right there uh, was a, not only a great example of how to politely interrupt a guest, but it was a great way to get new people into your tribe and continue to grow your your uh, your audience. I thought I thought it was solid. Awesome, thank you. The uh, the other thing, as I was listening through, there was a, I just have a I have a note here to myself. I called it inside baseball, but inside tips. And really, in the end, you want people to, you know, walk away with some sort of takeaway or knowledge that, hey, I didn't know that. And really, this this whole episode is kind of based on that. Did you know, here are some tips how you can get just more than one loan. So that's uh, kind of what this clip is. What? Tell me some exciting, I know you can't say names, but just some exciting things that some of the investors are doing that you're working with. I know you work with investors nationwide, and sometimes it's just fun to hear what people are doing out there. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know what I've been seeing more and more, and this I find very interesting. So I've got clients that have some high net worth, for example, and they have really been smart about strategizing those 10 conventional spots because it does allow you that high, high leverage at the lowest interest rates you can find. And they're coming in as renters. They don't even own a primary yet because the rules for the, the limitation, that number of properties financed, doesn't apply to a primary residence. So what I'm seeing happen more and more often is, let's say, a hus- husband and wife, they can qualify independent of the other. They go out and they leverage their 10 spots on investment properties exclusively. And then in the 11th, they'll go and they'll find their primary residence after they have exhausted all of those spots for their investments. Each of them have done this. So what they end up with at the end of the day is 20 conventional mortgage spots. And then they can go out and get their primary residence because the limitation, again, does not apply to a primary residence. You could have 50 rentals with mortgages on them. If you qualify, the owner-occupied can come later. And so when I heard that clip, I was like, this is something that you have an expert on and they're not holding back. It's like, here's how you can get, you know, a a bushel full of, of loans here. And I thought for somebody who's really looking to do this, they're probably thinking, oh man, that is, I did not know that. And, and it's a marriage, it can be a wife and husband duo. And I just thought, okay, this isn't, that's not my bag. Uh, I don't, I, I love the fact, I think at one point somebody said it, it only takes $300,000. I'm like, yeah, only, I think I got that right here. Uh, but I loved it. The fact that it was such a great tip that I thought somebody who is in this, somebody in your your audience probably just went, wow. And I thought that's, uh, it just seemed like a really great tip uh, for me. One of my favorite things about this particular episode is that not only your guest, but you gave real concrete examples. Uh, I, I often uh, recommend to podcasters that they don't use numbers in their podcast because they're very difficult to follow if you don't have that visual to help along. Uh, but you did a great job in this explaining how you can get 10 uh, uh, property loans, how you can, how you can use that money, how you can use your, uh, your uh, net worth to roll into that, to justify your loans, how you can use the rental income from those properties to help justify the loans. I thought you did a great job using specific examples without getting so, uh, so into the details that it became confusing and, and I got lost with it. I thought it was a, a great example of that. So nice job using examples. Thank you. Yeah, the way you explained it and, and, and the way your guest explained it, I could kind of follow what was going on. Okay, this person does this and they do that. And because they listed it this way, they're allowed to do more. And then you do, you actually buy at the end, you're renting through the whole thing. And then at the end, you, when you're done getting all your, your loans, you can uh, switch. And I was like, okay, I followed that. So as much as, uh, <laughs> Great. you know, in the middle, I was like, all right, that was cool. And I just, I had a feeling, I'm like, okay, if I was really into that, I'd probably be writing that down right now and going, Honey, we need to tap into the 401k and, uh, and go that route. So, um, Eric, any other comments on uh, the episode in general? Uh, a little later in the episode, as you're talking with your guests, you started getting into um, some international numbers and how international people can uh, invest in rental properties as well. So it wasn't just confined to the United States. It wasn't just confined to California or Indiana or Connecticut. It was it was truly global in your audience. And I thought you did a great job. We didn't spend a lot of time in it, but we did a great job um, uh, keeping the international audience in mind uh, during the episode. And I thought that was really strong and not, not a whole lot of podcasters do that. So nice job there. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, a lot of times we forget that there's a uh, an international audience even listening at times. And so I'm attempting. Yeah. Remember we said, oh, here we go. I thought we we're going to have our snafu. Kathy, one of the things I'd like to see you do in your podcast, uh, you, you obviously know a tremendous amount about your uh, audience and about your subject matter. There are times in your show where uh, as you start getting into a question, you know a tremendous amount and you offer up a lot of that information. What I'd like to see you do is lead your guest to that information and allow them to share it. Um, okay. because there, there's a reason we have the guest on that's to share their expertise. So rather than you ex doing a lot of the explaining of, of why we're getting 10 loans or how we can, how we can uh, leverage our 401k and use that as, uh, uh, as a demonstration of our net worth, allow your guests to kind of do that. And then you come okay. back in and fill in the holes where necessary. Got it. Okay. Now, as we uh, as we look at your website, is this something that you're doing? Are you having somebody else do this, or uh, somebody else? Yeah, okay. we have a web person. Got it. Okay, because uh, mm -hmm. I like the website. I like it's a nice layout. You're using um, a really popular theme called Aveda, A V A D A. If you're into WordPress, that's how they're making this, and that's how you have all the the built-in sliders and all the uh, fun little bells and whistles on it. So, um, and this is I, I started to say this at the beginning of the of the show. One of the things I like that you're doing with your podcast is at the end, you've given people information about how to get a loan and how they can get into this market. And then the idea of course then is, Oh, if you need help finding properties, hello, welcome to the real wealth network. <laughs> and uh, I was like, that's just a great tie in where the, the podcast is completely in a line with your, uh, with your website and the overall picture of what you're doing. And so when I first came, I was like, now normally I would say, well, you know, there's no player on the front page or things like that. But in reality, that's not your goal. Your goal is to get them to your website and potentially get them as a client for your uh, Real Wealth Network. Now you do have it. I'm glad you have it uh, labeled radio here. And I think that comes back to you kind of knowing your audience that uh, who is like your typical audience? Like your, uh, if we want to go geeky here, like what's your avatar for your, for your business, the avatar for your business? Yeah, yeah I would say somebody uh, probably 58 years, well, 55, wanting to be able to retire in 10 years, not really very close and, uh, and needing to accelerate that. Right, and so if and you- And has some money. And yeah. so if you throw the word podcast at that person, they're gonna go, uh, who, a what? So instead, you, yeah. have, you have the word radio at the top mm -hmm. of your page. And I'm like, that's probably a good move. Cause I had a feeling that was your, mm -hmm. your typical demographic. Somebody that's like, okay, I, I'm, I'm retiring, but I want to have a little nest egg going on here and I want to keep things going. So yeah. when you go to the website, it's cool that here's your player, you know, so it's, it's not too far away once you click on radio. And then uh, if you want to go to the show archives, um, you can go here. And again, it's, you've got a, a your, all your play buttons are here. Um, there it is. Sometimes when you share your screen, it, it's, uh, if we see things slowing down here, it's not Kathy's website. It's the fact that we're sharing this via <laughs> Google Hangout. The one thing we did find, it was kind of funny because we originally asked you, what, uh, what episode do you want us to review? And you said, I'll just pick one. And I'll have to go, I'll have to go back and pick one because the one we picked would not download. Uh, we actually oh. had an issue with that. And the one thing that I noticed, and it's not a huge deal, but um, right now you're using your website as your media host. In other words, mm -hmm. the people that are hosting your media. And 
so far, obviously it's not causing a problem, but the, the more popular you get, you're running the risk till eventually, even if your web host says we have unlimited bandwidth, um, you may be running into a situation where they will eventually ask you to either upgrade your package or just flat out move. And it's not due to the bandwidth. It's that website hosting is not, they're not used to having thousands of people try to grab one file at the same time where a media I host see. like uh, Libsyn or Blueberry, somebody like that uh, is. I don't know that that's what caused the, the download problem. Uh, I just know that when I went to it, I, first it didn't work in, um, in the podcast player, uh, which is where I went to download it. And then when I went to the website, I think, Eric, you went to the website and you said, I can't even get this to download off the website. I tried to play it a new window from the website. I tried to play it from the player on the website. I tried to download it from the website. Then I went to iTunes and tried to get it from there and, and uh, it wouldn't download on iTunes. Do you remember the episode number? I would, I want to say it was number eight or, or I'm looking at the titles here. I, I thought, uh, when we went into pick an episode, Kathy, uh, Dave is, <laughs> Dave says, I don't know a whole lot about real estate investing, so I don't know a whole lot about any of these subjects. So he, he, uh, I think it was this one. Will, one that he, will banks make it easier to borrow in 2014? I'm yes. like, all right, that sounds good. And that's the one. When I go to play this in a new one and I watch it, it'll work perfectly. No, see, file not found. So, oh, yeah. okay. I'm not sure as I look at, right. at the download here, it looks like everything else is normal. You're doing a good job of not putting spaces in your file names. That sometimes, in theory, shouldn't cause a problem, but I have seen where it is. So it wasn't a big deal. It was just, uh, mm -hmm. you know, lucky us to pick the one <laughs> that didn't work. Um, yeah, so not sure if it's the RSS feed that's trying to get it to um, iTunes or mm -hmm. or what happened there. But when we went and grabbed the uh, How to Get 10 Plus Investment Property Loans, that one downloaded just fine. That one, okay. yeah, I got that one to work on the website and through iTunes, so... Um, okay. It's not anything that you're doing as a general practice. It just happened to be that particular episode. Yeah, it was like, wow, okay. what, what lucky us. You got, I'll pick one anyway. And we pick the one that doesn't download. I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's how, good to know. How lucky. Uh, the other thing <laughs> that um, as I was going through, you, everybody wants to, to grow their audience. That's always important. And so when I, uh, when I went to the post, there's, if I remember right in my notes here, I, it's a hundred plus words. Um, there's not a ton here for, for explaining what's going on. And I thought for all the numbers, you did a great job of explaining the numbers, but this would have been a good place to maybe put some of those details. Cause if somebody's oh, listening okay. on a treadmill, uh, it will, uh, you know, they're trying to write things down they're in the car. And if you direct them back to your website, instead of having to go back and listen again, mm -hmm. they've got those notes right here. And plus the other thing, with uh, show notes mm -hmm. is typically what we call them. Uh, it's just a blog post, basically. But on this post, uh, the more words you have, the more Google can find it. Because unfortunately, Google right. can't listen to your audio. And so that was the only thing I thought of. I thought, well, you know, on one hand, if you just cover one topic, how much can you write about one topic? But I just thought, well, you know, you could have added a little more uh, to that. Uh, Eric, any any thoughts on the website from your side? I love the uh, clean use of uh, of the the white space on your website. I think that really makes uh, a lot of your text jump out. I love the use of video. Uh, I think you you don't overdo the video. There's not 170 videos up there that I have to sift through, but you use video in the right spots on your on your website, especially in the academy. If you go on the academy, there's a nice little two minute video there that kind of explains to me um, what the academy is all about and uh, and how to get involved there. 
um, I, I think the, how to contact you is is uh, highly visible with the um, with the questions, the call us link at the very top with the 888 number. Um, your about page is, is really prevalent. I, I think the website's solid. It Overall, it great. looks great. I like the theme. I like the ease of use. Well, thank uh, tell, God. Me a little bit, tell me a little bit about your academy. Um, what, what, how do you get guy, uh, people into that and uh, what does it do for them? educational program where people are getting super high level investor information for $97 a month. So um, just in one month alone, we might have an attorney on talking about asset protection that would normally cost $450 an hour and does cost me that much. But, um, you know, the, the attorney gets visibility uh, on our website. So our listen, our members get that information for so cheap. So it's just a really a great way uh, for, you know, to, to provide education for people um, that's affordable with really high level information. And we, we try to simplify it and make it easy, easy, easy to understand. Does, is most of your content uh, intended for um, the, the average or the general investor or is it um, area specific? Anyone who has, I mean, ideally good credit is helpful. Um, some savings is helpful. We're not the kind of organization like many of them out there that promise people they can make money if they have no money. Um, there's a lot of other organizations out there. So we really are looking for the people who have good credit. They have a good job. They've started savings. They have an IRA, but they're just not close to retirement or they're not. It's really hard to be able to retire on 10% savings. You just can't do it. So we show people how to accelerate that. Great. Yeah, I love the website. I think it looks I think it looks clean and very easy to use. The one oh, good. Th- the one thing I did find out and it's not uh it, it's just we all want to grow our audience and it's great that you have this button here to subscribe in iTunes. That's the good news. The bad news is they are not pointing to iTunes. Um what they've done is they you're using a, a program called okay. Feedburner. So you might want to tell your tech guy, uh Feed uh-huh. Feedburner not my first choice, but it's not a a deal killer. But they, they started okay. it, there's at the beginning, and I'm going to get my geek on here. They added, instead of, right. instead of HTTP, which is fine, they, they put ITPC, which stands for iTunes Protocol. And normally, mm-hmm. you put that to your iTunes link. They did that to your FeedBurner link, which basically, it, it derives it to iTunes. But because you're not using your iTunes link, iTunes goes, I don't know what this FeedBurner thing is. So you end up with just a blank uh. page in iTunes. And so oh. it was just something that it's a super easy fix. It's just right now that link okay. here on the website doesn't work. The other thing you might want to look into is uh, iTunes is great on the, the iOS side, but you've got a whole big market on the Android side on smartphones. And right, right. now the, the number one way people listen to podcasts on the Android is through Stitcher. So you might want to, right. uh, you know, maybe put, I, I see you've got the archives here. You might want to put like the iTunes button maybe here under the show archives and maybe one for Stitcher. Uh, that way, okay. uh, you know, that way, if I just see here, this reloads every now and then, but that way they don't have to mm-hmm. wait for the button to show up. But uh, oh, I see. it was just okay. one of those little things that I was like, because I always like to click on everything and make sure it works. And I clicked on that and I'm like, oh, you know what? And I looked at the link and I'm like, oh, so close. They just missed one little itty bitty thing. Uh, but that way. So instead of ITPC, it should be. Well, it, what it should, it should be, be is, in fact, I'll actually, we'll kind of talk about this as it goes on. I should have had iTunes running in the background. I usually turn it off because it, it takes up so much memory. I'm actually not a, 
I love iTunes. I just, I hate the program. I, I, love, I love the podcast. Mm. As you can see, it's taking forever to load. But all you'll do is you'll go into yeah. iTunes and you'll search for The Real Wealth Show. And when you find it, yeah, here, let me do this uh, right now. And I will go as soon as, uh, here again, the Google Hangout is going to slow things down. So if I go <clears> ahead and search you here, I'll just type in The Real Wealth. And I need to go to the iTunes store probably. Have you had people say to you that they found you because of your podcast? Is, is a, a lot of people have, yeah. But we've been doing it so long, I got a little lazy. I haven't been as consistent. And um, that's something you guys don't actually have to tell me because I already know we need, okay. we, I need help being uh, more consistent. Because I, I went on vacation all summer and I forgot to do some podcasts, like a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those where you kind of have to plan ahead. Or in some cases, you can just take old yeah. shows and go, you're listening to the best of. So here you are in iTunes. And if I just right click mm, on this and choose right. copy link. What you can do is, I'm just going to throw this in Notepad. Um, you know, there's your link, I, iTunes, blah blah blah, uh, and I can see this. And all you have to do is take this HTTPS and make it mm -hmm. ITPC. And now the beauty of that is, in theory, if I go back to a blank website here and put that in there, it should. Okay. Uh, what do I do? If I do this, usually if it's on a button, ITPC, that's right. Usually it takes you right to, yeah, it's going to be, isn't live stuff fun? Normally, uh, that would take you right to the, uh, it'll it'll launch iTunes and say, hey, do you want to go to this show? So I want to double check that unless iTunes has changed their spec. Because normally, maybe it's not working because we're going through. Like I'm telling you, if, that, if that's on a button on your website, it's like clockwork. So the fact that I think okay. I'm doing it here, it thinks I'm searching for that. So it's saying I can't find that search. But if that was a button or a link or something like that, um, okay, it'll work. So that's all you do. You find, okay. you find your link in iTunes and uh, copy it and just change that. And what's nice about that is it bypasses. Thank you, Apple. Right. Apple used to have a one-click subscription. And what they do now is normally you would click on it and you have to go, hey, I want to see this in iTunes. And then you have to click on subscribe. So what that, by putting that ITPC at the beginning, it takes them right to iTunes on your page. So all they have to click on is subscribe. And then okay. the, the other thing, uh, tell your um, tech guy, if he goes into mm -hmm. the general area of WordPress and goes to settings, and this may be something you're doing on purpose. So you'll have to tell me right now, you only have 10 episodes in your feed. And I know you have more than 10 episodes okay. and you, right. could, you could bump that up to 25 or even 50 without really causing okay. a problem. And the more people consume you, they more, they, the more they know, like, and trust you. And hence right. they're going to come back and say, okay. Hey, we're ready to go now and uh, sign up for your Academy. And then wonderful. the last little bit of note I had, and I noticed when I was listening to the clip here, your guest was a little louder than you were. And I think, Eric, you had that okay. in your notes as well. Um, I did. You might want to, there's a free program called Levelator that's uh, free, works on the Mac or the PC, and it's perfect because it does exactly just that. It goes through and um, it will even that out. Another service that's somewhat free, depending on how much you do, is called Auphonic. It's A-U-P-H-O-N-I-C. And it basically, Auphonic will adjust the volume level, but it also clean up any kind of hiss or anything that was in the background. 
uh, where levelator is mm-hmm. just, it just basically adjusts the volume. And if it's something like this, because it wasn't really super distracting. It was just, I noticed when I played it back, I was like, oh, wait a minute, I'm going to, uh, when she came on, I had to turn her down. And if you have a situation where if it got even worse, where you actually, if you force your your audience to to adjust the volume for whatever reason, mm-hmm. that's like a cardinal sin. And uh, the levelator will uh, will take care of that. And all you do is you, you just drag and drop your file on it and it makes a copy of it and you use that version and you're you're good to go. So great. So it sounded like a lot, but it really wasn't. All these things were just little itty bitty. Just, hey, if you just change this little link and okay, if you just, just that a little yeah. bit. So we're talking like a little icing on the cake kind of stuff, but your, your album art was great. And the overall volume of the, the file was great. So uh, in the end, I was like, okay. And you're using, again, you're using uh, Aveda or Avada, however they say that. And uh, I'm actually mm-hmm. playing around with that theme myself because it's a really popular theme and it makes really good looking websites. So Awesome. And, uh, Eric, yeah, a lot of the feedback that we're giving you today uh, with regards to tweaks and changes um, are, are real minute things. They're just things that will clean up your podcast a little bit. I think overall the content's solid. Your website looks great. Um, another point I would have with your website, the, the difference between the network and the academy, it appears that the academy is your paid membership site and the, and the network yeah. might be your free newsletter sort of thing. Um, right. It wasn't really clear that the network was free. Like just sign okay. up and, and, and get the information for free. So you okay. might want to um, you might want to put like a little uh, lead magnet or something there that, hey, if you, you sign up today and, and get my seven tips for uh, finding great properties or whatever you happen to come up with, that'll get people into that network a little bit quicker. Um, okay. But over, overall, I think you have a strong show. You have great content. Um, your interviewing style is friendly and pleasant and draws a lot of great information out of your guests. And I, I think the show's strong. You don't have a whole lot to clean up there. Thank you. Appreciate that. And uh, the last beat we always talk about is uh, the last part of your show. We listened to the beginning, so we should probably uh, figure out how you wrapped everything up. And that sounded a little bit like this. Wonderful. Thank you so much. And I hope we can, uh, boy, I hope I can get 10, 20 loans from you myself. <laughs> I love it. And if, if we are, if you need anything, Kathy, we will stop everything just for you. You know it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> all right. Thank you all for joining us. You can always listen to the show again at realwellshow.com. You can um, also find it on iTunes and check out the uh, notes, show notes, webinars, and all the information that you can get there at realwellshow.com. And we're happy to refer you some to some wonderful teams across the country who can find you turnkey investment properties. Properties, turnkey, meaning that they buy them outright with their own money, they get them renovated with their own money, and they sell them to investors. All the work done for you with tenant in place. We also have semi turnkey where agents will help you find the property and then help you oversee the renovation of that. Uh, so it's not totally turnkey, but semi turnkey, and there tends to be a little more equity in those deals, in which case you might be able to do the buy refi that we talked about. So just let us know. Kathy at realwealthshow.com is how you reach me. Look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. All right, you make the teacher and me smile when you start teaching people what this means. See, that to me, I was like, all right, so when you, what's, what's turnkey mean? We got the partial stuff. And it was, the, the thing is, if you can educate people as you basically, you know, it's not a hard sell, but you're explaining what this is. If you're interested in getting into this, this is what we have. So it was a really, for me, it seemed like a really soft sell. And and yet at the same time, it was very much, hey, if you if you want to take it to the, the next level, if you want to go this route, 
here's what we have to offer. And uh, not a lot of uh, distracting. So, so many times we kind of joke here that it's follow me on Twitter and LinkedIn and Facebook and then do the newsletter thing and this and that. So <laughs> Eric, your thoughts on the, the way as she, the way she wrapped it up there. Yes. We so often talk about the call to action and how we need one specific focused call to action at the end of the show to make it powerful. So your audience doesn't have to try and decide which action to take. And I thought at the end of your show, you did a great job leading everybody back to the website uh, because that's what really drives your network and, and drives your academy and drives your business and everything you do. I thought the call to action at the end was really strong, driving everybody back to the website for everything uh, that you offer. I agree with Dave in the fact that it wasn't uh, a big arm twist, hard sell uh, push to, to buy your products or your services. The you, you did a great job selling the benefits of what you do, not only at the close here, but throughout the show. And uh, for uh, the opportunity to get more information and get involved with what you do, one simple call to actions, visit the website. I thought that was strong. Nice, nice close. Nice way to wrap up the show. Yeah. And when you, you when you went to the website, that's where it really then said, wow, you've been doing this forever. And I love, like Eric said, your your website explains what you guys do again. So there's a very cool educational part of it that uh, kind of was like, okay, I understand completely what you do. So your your podcast uh, got me interested, and which is great. It's a great lead generator. And like, okay, this sounds pretty cool. And then you come here and then this is like, oh, here, you, here's your, here's your need. You've, I've, you've now basically said, well, I should probably, I should probably go get a loan. Why not? And uh, and then the, your website's like, and here's what you can do when you get approved. And uh, so I just, to me, I was like, this is a nice, just, it's well laid out, well planned kind of um, strategy for, for growing your business. And you said earlier that you've had a lot of people contact you and said, oh, I heard you from your podcast. So it sounds like it's working. Yeah. So yep. anything that you'd like to ask us before we start wrapping ourselves up here? Anything you're... Questions about podcasts. Um, well, I guess just, yeah, it's the, just that consistency of, uh, you know, d- hiring someone to help or I, I don't know. That's just been really the biggest challenge is getting it done. Yeah. Are you doing basically all the audio stuff yourself or is that the, the guy behind you again? Is he, is he doing it or are you? Yeah. Yeah. He uh, does it. But, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, really, I know it's just a matter of doing it, putting it on the calendar and probably getting an assistant to bother me a lot, make sure I'm getting it done. One thing you might try and do is uh, knock out a few episodes at one time. You know, if you go into the studio for uh, a few hours, maybe pick a Saturday and take five or six hours on a Saturday at the beginning of the month and knock Mm -hmm. out four episodes and then just turn that over to your uh, assistant to create them and schedule the posts and and make them go out. Now you're really only investing six hours a month, but you have an entire month worth of episodes to post. Yeah, it's a great idea. Do you always have uh, interviews or is it sometimes just you sharing tips? Sometimes just me. Okay. Yeah. Because the nice things about those is it's really easy to schedule yourself. That's the one thing it I really like. Is. <laughs> That's the one thing I like about solo podcasts. It's like, let's see, am I available? Yes, I am. Okay, let's hit record. And, and off you go. But yeah, consistency is key. Uh, it definitely helps. It's not. It's not something that will just completely slaughter your podcast. But uh, I'm, uh, I've been reading a couple different books. Uh, I'm reading one now from uh, Jared Easley, who was the guy, one of the guys behind the podcast movement. And he made a great point. He goes, your audience, you become part of a, rot- a routine. I've had people tell me that, Dave, I love starting off Mondays with you because you're in the car with mm-hmm. me on the, the way to work on Monday. 
and because that's when yeah. I released my one podcast. And so when you're not there, they're kind of like, well, oh, you've you've disrupted my routine now. Now I got to listen to whatever. No, it's true. I hear that a lot. I hear people are really, really bummed out when I when, 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 I, when I skip a few weeks yeah. or a month or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I need to. so in some cases, especially in, in in your case where you've just got 10 in the feed, you know, you might be able to go back to one that's like, you know, been a while and say, hey, it, you're listening mm-hmm. to a best of episode. I know uh, okay. Michael Hyatt does uh, a podcast called uh, This Is Your Life. And he took like a month off mm-hmm. to, to go do some stuff. And he just, he, he told his audience, hey, I'm going to repurpose some of these. So if you've been a listener from the very beginning, these are going to yeah. be reruns. But a lot of his audience had just found him. So that may be uh, some way to do to do that in the event you get uh, crunched. Because life happens from time to time. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I love it. Great. Awesome. Thank you. Eric, anything else you'd like to throw in before we uh, start wrapping things up officially here? No, I think we hit all of it. I think we hit all of it. Yeah, you, you've got a great looking website, great content, great delivery. That's the other thing. It just, you seem so, you're just talking to me. There was no hard sell. Like I said, I love the way you, you started off. You're like, hey, what's going on? It was just like, all right, we're, gonna, we're just going <laughs> to kick back and chat. And uh, I, I love the feel of it. And uh, like I said, I think you have a great strategy going. It sounds like it's working. So that's the other good thing. And uh, yeah. really anything I found, like I said, there were just these little things that just make it easier. And like I said, the iTunes thing is, is pretty big because you want people to go there and subscribe. And uh, it's, yeah. it's not super easy to describe in the first place. And when you have that little hurdle, but if you give that to your, uh, your tech guy, he'll get that fixed. And that's just a copy paste kind of thing. So awesome. Perfect. All right. Okay. Well, uh, thank you so much for uh, coming on the show. And uh, Eric, we, she didn't cry. So that's she didn't. No, she didn't. She's got a solid podcast. There's, there's no reason to cry <laughs> yeah, about that. That's true. I, I love Kathy. I love everything you do. I love the the examples that you offer. I love the fact that you keep your international listeners in mind. And uh, you know, I think it's your presentation's solid. I love your business model. I love the way you have the academy on there, and you help people get involved with real estate investing. Um, you know, you need to work on your consistency and and. Uh, just as you're interviewing people, lead your guests, let them be the star. That's why they're on your show. And, uh, you know, keep working on that. And right. I, I think your podcast will continue to grow. If you get some consistency behind you, uh, I can see your audience really start to blow up. And uh, Wonderful. Thank you. Yep. And of course, you can find Kathy over at realwealthnetwork.com. Eric, where can we find you? You can find me anytime you'd like online at podcasttalentcoach.com. There are worksheets there to help you uh, with your podcast and help you get better anytime you'd like. You can find me at schoolofpodcasting.com. And here's our one call to action. If you'd like to be in Kathy's chair and be on this here program, uh, we would love to have you. It actually is a lot of fun. I get to hear, you know, now I'm ready. When I when I get that 300,000, I'm coming for you, Kathy. That's it. That's what it's doing. <laughs> Hey, listen, we could start you with uh, much less than that. (laughs) But uh, come over to podcastreviewshow.com. If you go to podcastreviewshow.com forward slash review me, it'll take you right there. And uh, we will hear your smiling voice on this show. And uh, we always like to remind you that there's always room for improvement. So next week, uh, Eric will be out on the road. And so this is one of those things we talked about this. If you know there's going to be a time missing. So next week, you will hear an episode where Eric and I talk about some things that you can look for to review your own podcast, as well as not 10, not 20, not 30, but that's right, 40 different ways that you can help grow your audience. That'll be next week on the podcast review show. So thanks so much for listening. We'll see you again real soon.